0: Welcome to The Accepted Podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Tyler Kusunoki. I am an admissions consultant working out of Tokyo. Students from all over the world to help them achieve their college dreams. If you like what you're hearing and want to support this podcast, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your platform of choice. Do also subscribe and hit that bell icon for notifications to stay up to date. Please leave us a rating as well, as that really helps this podcast reach more people and also lets us know how we're doing. In addition to the rating, if you wanted to leave a comment, that would be excellent. I love 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 feedback. It's just really helpful for me to know a little bit more about what you, the audience, want to hear, um, what issues you're concerned about things that you want to know. So if you have questions or you have things that you would like to hear me talk about, or you just want to lay a little praise on me, that's fine too. Please do so. That would be wonderful. I just wanted to start this off by reading out a comment. This is from a Grateful Father in Tokyo, Japan, and it's a five-star rating. It just says the ultimate, the best guidance ever. Please spread the gospel. Thank you, Grateful Father. I have no intention of creating any kind of college admissions education cult, but yes, please do uh, spread the good news let your friends know if you have families that you know who have kids who are in high school or thinking about college please let them know to tune in Um, hopefully this information is useful to everyone um, and it will always continue to be free so Uh, Thank you again, Grateful Father, and thank you all of you for listening and continuing to support this podcast. All right, today I wanted to go on a little bit of a rant about rankings. Um, uh, Not really, but I do want to talk a little bit about rankings and how they should be interpreted, how they should be used uh, in terms of helping you with your college search, because that is where a lot of rising juniors or a lot of current juniors uh, are going to be at this point in time, but where a lot of high schoolers on. Honestly should be starting to think a little bit about because that is kind of at least for this next step, that is the immediate goal, right? Part of why you were doing aiming to do so well in college in high school, doing all these different things, is ultimately to end up at that right school, right? And so finding that right pick, um, finding that right school takes some time, takes some research. And built into all of this is rankings. And as a preface for all of this, not a big fan of rankings, just not a big fan, uh kind of hate them. I think that they lead to a type of fixation on uh, educational quality that is misguided. Um, And I think that, uh, and I find this especially when working with parents more so than the students is that parents can very much fixate on but what how what ranking is the school as opposed to is the school the right fit for my child is the school going to provide the right programs right and so I think that rankings are a I have I have mixed feelings about them because Obviously, no one is going well, no one is going to say that, like, oh, well, Stanford's not really that great. Princeton isn't really that. Of course, they're excellent schools. And part of my job requires me to buy in to the fact that um that these rankings do on some level mean something. But where I get frustrated is maybe not the right word, but where I feel challenged sometimes when talking with families is the Top twenty or bust type of conversations, which it's fine to aim for that, right? I think you should, and I think especially when it's going to cost sixty five, seventy thousand a year, regardless of the ranking, because that's how much college costs now. You want to get a return on investment, and the uh, the name that is on the diploma, the name you get to put on your resume, obviously matters. But I do think that rankings should not be the be all end all of how you go about your college search. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk a little bit about here. But also to point out like that I think a lot of parents who come in telling me that ranking matters, once I start to go into some of the things that I'm going to talk about, it turns out that that's not what they actually mean. So I want to talk a little bit about that as well. Okay, so first of all, here's why rankings can be a little misleading if you don't at least take the time to understand how the rankings are determined. And I said this about ChatGPT, I will say this about anything. It is your job to be a discerning consumer, to take the time to research, to understand the numbers that are in front of you, where they come from, what they mean, and how to process them. A year ago, the, the whole thing that was released by the Columbia math professor about why Columbia should not be where it is and how it kind of rigged its rigged its system to get up in the rankings on U.S. news It's part of the reason why it's now ranked 18th or 19th on U.S. News Now, right? And the fact that it can, A, be so easily gamed by a college that is willing to do so, and B, the fact that it can drop so precipitously once those ranking factors have been taken out, kind of show how nebulous these ranking things are, right? Because if I said Columbia, everyone's like, yay. And I said, well, it's actually outside the top 15. You're like, what? And I think that is part of the problem. And so um, as an example, part of what determines ranking for the U.S. news is competitiveness. How hard is it to get into your university? And that is a factor that is determined purely by acceptance rate. And colleges will look at the acceptance rate and kind of builds that into the ranking that it gives. With a school like Northeastern, for example, where there, is, there are no supplemental essays, right? It is largely test-optional. And it's a very decent school in a good college city, right? And you also have a lot of the NUN program where you have this opportunity to start your first year in a, wonder, in a bunch of other wonderful potential cities, whether that be London or Washington, D.C. You have all these options for you on top of the attraction of the co-op, right? And so it's a decent school, very easy to, to apply to, right? What you're then going to have is you're going to have a tremendous surge in applicants because I'm I already I'm going to be writing my Common App essay anyways, right? And so if the, if the application fee is no big deal, I might as well just submit to Northeastern because they also have every possible uh, application option as well. ED, EA, right? They have everything. So I might as well apply. So now Northeastern is receiving a ton of applications, but the number of students they're accepting isn't changing. Right? And so Northeastern, a school that even like when I was applying to college about 20 years ago, right? It's like what? Northeastern what? But now, due to the fact and, and several other factors as well, right? Northeastern is a very good school just in general. But part of the making the application very easy to apply, to complete, right is that you get a ton of applications. The size of the class that you are accepting doesn't change. And because that's how math works, your acceptance rate is now incredibly low, right? Now, that sucks because a lot of kids are now not going to get an opportunity to study with you, but for the rankings, which if you know are determined in part by how competitive your school is, you now have a very low acceptance rate that you can report and that will boost your boost you up the rankings, right? And so like these are things that matter, right? And on top of that, knowing that the college news rankings are all self-reported, There is no real like strict overview or QA, quality assurance here. It's all self-reported. All of this contributes to the fact that ultimately, it's kind of not that big of a deal. And you've seen recently in the news, several universities, this is happening more on the grad school level, but several law schools, several business schools have put, have said they're pulling out of the U.S. News and World Report rankings because they just don't feel that it works, right? They feel that by trying to move themselves up the ranking, they're being forced to make decisions that don't align with providing a quality education. And so the rankings themselves inherently are not some like Bible in terms of how good a school is because it's self-reported and obviously every school is going to be invested in doing this, but also because it's math, which means to some degree, ironically, it can be gamed, right? You all, We always kind of think of math as this objective, rational, clear answer. But when it's math, you can tinker with the factors. As long as the equation stays the same, you can tinker with the variables all you want, Right? to get to the solution that you are looking for, okay? So that's one thing, right? And, and one reason why I tend to get upset when students or families come and their only determination of what is a good university is their ranking on US News, right? Or any other ranking site, right? Because they all use different factors. Time, high, time higher ed uh, uses a very different, kind of set of criteria compared to the compared to Forbes, compared to the Princeton Review, compared to um, the Shanghai Index. Like all of them use different combinations of of qualities to determine their ranking. This is what I mean by saying it's important for you to know these things, right? To know what goes into the ranking and how that aligns with your priorities. The other thing that I often find is that they will, a lot of families will look at the overall ranking and not bother to delve into rankings for specific programs, right? So that's just not even using the tool well, right? Like US News, if you choose to trust it, fine, but take some time to actually dig into the wealth of the tools that it provides for not that much. The the Compass, the premium Compass option is not that expensive, and it does give you a lot more insight and data points to pull from when evaluating schools. And so if I am looking, for example, and let's just take business, if I'm looking at top business programs and I'm on US News right now, and so I'll just go down the list, right? Business schools, UPenn, number one, duh, Wharton's amazing. And then it's MIT, UC Berkeley, no real surprises there. U-Mesh, the Ross is phenomenal. Carnegie Mellon, a lot of you would be like, well, where isn't NYU? NYU's right next, right? But Carnegie Mellon is there as well. Not a whole lot of people think of Carnegie Mellon, fantastic school, but a lot of you think about computer science, right? Nobody really thinks about it as business, right? They just built a whole, well, not just, but they have a whole new entrepreneurship building and that all combines to create a very, very interesting, very diverse program, actually, right? And so Carnegie Mellon is number five, right? And then NYU, and then you have UT Austin. And then one of my favorites, when we go down to it, um, number eight on business programs Indiana University Bloomington. And so I have a lot of students who want to study business. And I have a lot of families come in and they say, I ask them, right? I ask them what is important when determining your college list. And they will all tell me ranking, 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 ranking. Wanna go to a top ten business school. And then I tell them Indiana. And they say no. That's kind of where it becomes very clear that what the family isn't really looking for is the ranking, actually. They just want a name that they are familiar with, right? Because if you look through, right, Indiana University is actually top on US News, right? This thing that everyone leans on to start their college list. Indiana University is actually top 10, top 15 for both business and for the other thing that everyone, every kid wants to go into, computer science, right? All these kids want to go into fintech. They want to really get into crypto. They want to be a super hardcore analyst. And they come to me and they're like, Warden, Stern, run. What about Indiana University? University of Maryland is another school that is top 20, I believe, in both these areas. And so if you want to go to fintech and you tell me your m- number one priority is ranking, you actually have this very interesting combination of schools that because so many parents and families, especially in the international scene, respond kind of like you did initially, their kids aren't going to apply. So your competition, everyone's applying to Wharton. Everyone will apply to Stern, right? Now you have these schools that are top-notch in two very in-demand career fields, right? And because of this disconnect, right, between really trusting these rankings Right, if you tell me you trust them, right, and perceived name value, right, that open you you up if you are willing to take the time to do the research, to opportunities for top tier educational experiences that you won't be fighting so many people for and so that's kind of ultimately my other main point is that if you are going to use the rankings right and you are going to use this as a tool then actually use it right I had a student a few years ago who came to me and he said can you show me the top 35 on U.S. News and I just, I pulled it up here's the top 35 national universities I'm playing on all of them right and that's great uh, if if Because that was his priority. I just want to get into a top 30 school. That's it. So uh, the top 30 will be my reach and my target. And then the the 31, 35 will be my safety. We had a long conversation about this. But he seemed to have no issue with writing all the essays necessary, right? And doing the work necessary. And he did, right? And he got into many because he was a very qualified kid. But I don't recommend most students take that approach. I think that the tools that are available, if you're going to use them, right? Use them to start to cross-reference. What are a couple things that you're interested in? Because it's very likely that you'll pivot, you'll change your mind when you get into university, right? And how, like if you pull up the top 10 for, say you're interested in like computational bio, most schools don't have a computational bio program, right? But if you look up the top 10 computer science and you look up the top 10 biology, right? Now you can start to see, okay, which schools are in both of these lists, right? Oh, interesting, right? I, could maybe, we, I can maybe mesh it this, this way and this way and this way, right? Because the interesting thing about Carnegie Mellon, going back to it, right, is that they're top in business, right? They're tops in computer science as well, right? But they're also one of the tops in performing arts, right? They're one of the top-ranked performing arts schools, In the U.S. and so for a student who has a variety of interests or wants to go to a school and wants to set up themselves with a major that seems to lead to career success, but also loves theater, right, and wants to a school where that will be a strong, well, there will be a strong culture around the support of that. Right, then there's this additional factor that you may want to consider that will help you determine that yeah, maybe Carnegie Mellon is my top number one choice that's my ed school right and it also then gives you this wrinkle right to your why carnegie Mellon essay right because all the con all the business kids are going to say the same thing right but i love business but i love theater love musical theater and i want to Use the combination that is given to me at Carnegie Mellon to develop my business skills and help the arts grow more. Now we have someone who's not just coming here to start their own business, blah, or go into fintech, okay, or be a top analyst, whatever, right? Now I have a kid who's a little bit more unique. And so I really do think that, you know, on one level, you need to be skeptical and Both be skeptical and take the time to understand how these rankings are determined. On the other hand, if you trust it, fine, but use it because if you're going to trust the rankings, you also have to trust that employers are aware of these rankings, right? You may not believe that Indiana University does great. People who hire out of Indiana University for business, it's their job to know that it's great. And so- all of these things matter, right? And how you decide to use these as a tool matters. It should always, though, only ever be a starting point. After that, you have to do your own research. You have to dig into each school individually and figure out what what its appeal is for you beyond just the number that's next to its name. It is not the destination. US News should be where you start. It cannot be where you finish, right? Um, and that has always been my philosophy when I work with students, right? That we'll use this kind of like match, right? We'll use this to kind of narrow the pool a little bit, right? But when we actually start to fish, right, we're going to figure those things out, right? And I'm saying all of this, and I feel like you all know this because you all shop, right? You have all like tried to look to buy a new laptop or look to buy the new iPhone. And before you buy the new iPhone, you don't just go to one review website, you go to a bajillion review websites, you go to compare it, you watch YouTube comparison videos, you watch it, you do all this kind of research, right? To buy a phone that costs a thousand. Your college education is going to cost you upwards of 300,000. Take the time to do your research, right? Be a discerning consumer of information. Be a discerning consumer of knowledge and understand that behind every number is an equation, and within all of those equations are variables. And once a school knows those variables, if their goal is to move up the rankings, they can adjust whatever they need to to get it up there. All right. So just consider all of those things. And, you know, if you have that visceral response to, Your child applying to Indiana University, right? Really take the time to think about what actually matters. And is it T20? Is it top 20 schools, right? Or is it just schools that have name value? Because if it's just schools that have name value that you know or that you feel will be heard of outside of the US, right? That's a whole different set of schools, actually, potentially, than just. The top twenty right for the things that your child may want to study, okay, so um, a lot of pieces there, but that 's my rant ultimately is that rankings are should be one part of your huge toolbox when it comes to researching schools right and understanding which schools are going to be best for you because I think going forward, I really believe this is that ed. Yes, ED primarily is for, like, legacy and athletes, but ED is still a boost that is, you can't debate the value of the ED boost, right, on some level. And so knowing which school is your, I love this school, is incredibly important. Finding that early is so helpful for your college application process. So start taking the time to do the market research, to Research this like, you know, like if your parents were going to be, and I've used this before, right? If your parents told you, okay, for your next birthday present, you know, I'm going to, um, your pick, I'll get you a new laptop or a new whatever, right? Or a piece of jewelry, whatever thing that is most valuable to you right now. There's no way that thing is going to cost $300,000. Now imagine the amount of research you'll do for something that is so small compared to how much money and time is going to be invested in your college education and how much research, how much you will do to get the specs just right, to find the best value for your money, to find the best that you will do all of it. How much more should you be doing for this? Go beyond the rankings, dig a little deeper, talk to people, right? do your research, okay? All right, thanks for listening to The Accepted Podcast. Again, my name is Tyler Kusunoki. I hope you enjoyed today's topic on rankings. Uh, Join us next week for more on the complex world of college admissions. If you like what you're hearing and want to support this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your platform of choice. Do subscribe as well and hit the bell icon for notifications to stay up to date. We also do regularly host events, both in person and online, so if you're interested in in attending free info sessions with myself uh, and real admissions officers, check us out at Tokyoacademics.com slash events. That is Tokyoacademics.com slash events. That's it for today. And remember the key to getting in is getting ready.